Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Loose Lips, everyone, with Georgie Porter and me, Sharon Carpenter. This is Extra Lippy, and it's all about you guys. So, listener letter number one, let's start there. This one is from Alice. Uh, She's saying, to loose lips, I am basically so ready to leave my job and I'm doing everything I can to do so, applying lots, essentially. I can't leave my job now as I need the money. So how do I get through the next few months or however long it takes absolutely hating where I am? Need some support right now. Love to you both. Ooh, I've been Alice. there before. And what what did you do? What happened? Well, yeah. So there was a company that I worked for. It was a network. And I used to hate getting up in the morning because I did not <laughs> want to go to work. And the main reason was because I care a lot about the product that I put out. I'm like a super perfectionist. And a lot of the people that I worked with at this particular company were inexperienced. Mm. And so because of that, it was affecting my stories and the job that I was doing. So I thought to myself the same thing. Okay, I'm going to look for something else while I keep this job. But because the job took up so much of my time, I didn't really have time to go on the job search. So what I did when my Mm. contract was up, I ended up not going back to the company. I realized that I was going to have to just make a clean cut to be able to find the time to find something else. Now that doesn't always work because they always say, if you have a job, it's easier to find a job, right? And of course, Mm. if you need the money, you need the money. Um, But I dedicating a good amount of time to finding something else. I think that's going to be like a weight off your shoulders, knowing that the torture is only, you know, is limited at this point. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It is going to end soon. And then how would you like, how would you keep, um, getting paid and making money then would you I would say do like a fun job that you don't really care about as much but just to pay the way so that you yeah, can sort of keep maybe it do that as well yeah maybe yeah. maybe find a second job while you have this one just sort of a you know a, 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 an in-between or do some temp work if you mm. really hate it that much but I think that you can probably make it through if, if you know that you're doing everything that you can you're being super proactive to find something else it's probably only going to take you a couple of months as you said um, but what you don't want to do is drop the level of work that you're doing at the company you're currently at because you don't want to be seen as a slacker uh, yeah. right because you might need a, a recommendation 
recommendation or a yeah. review. What do you call it? It's a, um, it begins Re- with, oh, what's the word I'm looking at? Reference, reference. Reference, yeah. Uh, you might need a reference from somebody at your company so you don't want to come off as a slacker. They're still paying you to do a job. So do the job uh, as best you can. But maybe, you know, team up with a, a friend of yours if you've got a good friend there that you can have um, some laughs with to help you yeah. get Go in and really, really focus on the job as well because I'm assuming there's probably the people that you're working around that you might not like so much and yeah so that's a big part of it isn't it so you have to like sort of make what you can of your time and your job I mean any job can be boring and any job can be fun I suppose it's people you work with like you said maybe your boss and people around you but if you can have like a, a nice way of getting along with them and having some jokes in the job but I I remember like I think if you're having a bad time or your mind's not in it and you're not enjoying your work it could be at a certain point in your life it could be things are not making sense you might love the job in years to come and you might want to go back there because the people might have changed or there might be a fresh new way of working there so you might actually like some aspects of the job but then some bits you don't, but I always think you have to come away from it, literally find yourself, come away yeah. from it as well. Because like you said, you need to have the time and the yeah. push to try and find another job that you like need. And it'll give you more impetus and more like, you know, swing to go yeah, and like, get light job. fire under, under yeah. your butt. And, and you're right, because I have left companies before and ended up coming back to the company in a higher position because mm. sometimes even to get that yeah. promotion and to be looked at in the light you want to be looked at, at at a higher level, you have to step away to be able to come back. So that was yeah. a really good point, Georgie. Yeah, you also work for the most majority of your life. Like that is the majority. You need a, These are the rules, aren't they? You need a good bed because you spend half your life in there and a great job that you laugh and have fun at because that's your other half of third of your life yeah a bit a section that is it (laughs) you have to find balance but work certainly does take up a lot of our lives so we want to make sure that we're in a job that we enjoy and also you know figure out what it is that you don't like about the job and is there something you can do to enjoy it more is there something that is within obviously there's a lot of stuff that's out of our control but there's a lot of stuff that's within our control and also it's the way you approach things and the way that you think of things too like sometimes why don't you like like bring in Krispy Kremes every Friday? Or like, why don't you just like, you know, there's an hour of the day where you all sing out loud. Or like- Krispy Kremes will make anyone's day. Like nice, warm, hot donuts. Yes, please. Alice could be the one to change this around and make things fun. Like she, sometimes people, you've just rely on the fun people to be the instigators of fun. Alice, yeah. why don't you be the fun one and you create some fun? That yeah. could be a thing. Exactly. And the other thing is, if there are some people there that maybe aren't that nice to you, maybe you can put yourself to the test and this can be fun too. Can you win those people over before you leave the job? Kill them with kindness, right? And kill them with quality work. Can you win them over? So I think like playing little games like that can can certainly win help. Crispy win them creams over. Yeah, yeah. Crispy creams will probably win oh. over a lot of your co-workers oh, I'm and your bosses as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little jolt of Java as well and <sighs> a, a little caffeine or something um, nice. can, can, can help too. But maybe you're working at home right now, which hopefully takes off some of the pressure. But uh, obviously things are opening up again, so you might be back there again soon. But, but 
go in with the best intentions and the best attitude and just knowing you're going to be somewhere else soon. So enjoy this while you can, because this and is a, a short-lived experience. Donuts to your house. And, and to our house, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to us. <laughs> So taboo of the week, we love a taboo. We love getting loose lips about it. Um, this week, it's when your partner wants more sex than you do. Mm-hmm. Now, I could, I think this could work in both ways. Like, what if you're the one that wants more sex than your partner? And I think, you know, yeah. it could be either girl or either man, either way. Absolutely. Like, I, I feel like there's always um, a thing of like, men always want the sex. That's like, what people think. It's a, it's a stereotype, right? Like, yeah. oh, well, it's always the guy that wants more sex. Not necessarily, because I actually have a friend uh, in a relationship who she wants more sex, and her boyfriend yeah. has always had a really low sex drive. <gasps> and it certainly left her feeling rejected when he's like, no, yeah. I'd rather just, you know, go to sleep or let's just cuddle up. I'm tired. I've got to uh, wake up early in the morning. Excuses? No. do you want to hear some fun facts? I've got a couple yeah. of fun facts for you that might be mind-blowing or you might not be surprised at all so married (laughs) americans they're saying reportedly have sex on average of guess what how many times per week would you guess seven oh georgie what world are you living in 1.2 times per week like what's the point to those i like fingering something yeah that is that bit (laughs) 1.2 times a week, which adds up to about five times a month. And then if you're cohabiting, right? So if you're just living with somebody, yeah. apparently there's more sex. 1.6 times per week. I'm not going to ask you what the point six is. Okay, we know what the point is. <laughs> 1.6 times a week. So that's six and a half times uh, per month. So the moral of the story is don't get married and don't move in with somebody because you're going to be having a lot more sex. But of course, you know, daily life just gets in the way, doesn't it? And you have kids and you're tired. No. From work no, and all these no. <laughs> you can still do it. There's still time. There's always time. There's there's ways and means. After ten years, is there still time after ten years? I hope so. I know. I, I I'm do the same too. as you though. I have a friend. Yeah. You have the same friend who is, and she's a woman, and she has a way higher sex drive. And she's literally yeah. thinking, I need, I can't be with this guy anymore. Like she really? is literally willing to now her sex drive is extreme as well. Like it's kind what of what are we talking about here when we when it comes at to least extreme? Once like, a how day. Many... Okay. okay. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, okay. That's wait, every like, day, like 364 times. Every yeah. day. <laughs> no so, matter what else is going on in life. No matter what, you know, the kids, they can like make their yeah. own breakfast. I don't know. So like, and I think, and I think, why, poor guy, like, give him a minute. Like, I think as well to expect yeah. it as well when the other person isn't, like, you know, same yeah. sex couples or not, or either or, it yeah. can all be very, I don't know, but a lot of pressure when it's um, sort of expected or demanded, do you think? It, yeah, totally. I, I think that the person who wants more sex can end up feeling rejected right and then the person who has the lower sex drive can end up feeling inadequate and as if they're not pleasing their partner and the thing is when you really break it down sex drives fluctuate so depending on what's going on in your life you might be going through a traumatic experience you might not be well True. you might be stressed yeah. out by work your partner you might have the, 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 the logic <laughs> you know the logic 
I, I, I try, I try, throw a little facts, you know, and, and, and logic our way. Um, you know, your partner might have bad breath, gingivitis. <laughs> To, to put you up having sex you know it could like be a limited any amount of chewing gum every yeah. christmas <laughs> maybe he didn't take the trash out he or she didn't take the trash out the the, the bins out in in yeah. the morning i think i'd have a contract of like how much i'd want it and how much would be suggested and then if that contract you write that into your prenup yeah, if it wasn't in the, you know, of that, then I'd be like, well, I don't think we can, I don't think this is going to work. Actually, I think we might have to reevaluate our uh, situation. <laughs> it's hard. It always reminds me, this kind of discussion always makes me think of Sex in the City, the movie, yeah. right? The first movie, you know, I'm always talking about yeah. But uh, Miranda, who, of course, is this high power lawyer and, you know, working on all these cases. And do you remember in the movie where she hadn't had sex with Steve, her husband, for six months? And then when they finally had sex and also they had a a young son. But when they finally had sex, she's basically like, all right, hurry up and get it over with. Yeah. And she was over it. Sexy. That no. that's not sexy. You never want to say that to your partner. Just hurry up and do it, and let's get this over with, so yeah. I can go to sleep. That's not going to yeah, make them feel. Not- and then he cheats, of course. And then she's really mad at him. But listen, I don't condone cheating at all. But if you really sort of, you know, delve in and and look at all the factors going on here, you can kind of see what, okay, it's been six months. You tell someone has that need. I mean, you don't, you're not friends, you know, this is it. If you wish like it's not purely platonic. Could hang out with your friends if that's the only thing. But I, I do think, I do believe that you should fancy, you know, your partner and you should want to. That is what I believe is a true love yeah. in my eyes personally, is that you just fancy them so much and you just want to rip the pants off at any given moment. I think that really helps. <laughs> it does. I'm just wondering if 20 years in, you're still going to feel the same. Let's, let's retalk this in 20 years, yeah? <laughs> Most of the people I know who've been together for a long time, they say that you go through, well, it's interesting. I was talking to somebody, a guy friend of mine the other day, and he was saying that his married guy friends talk about the seven year itch, itch. right? After being together is an itch that they feel needs scratching, right? Um, and if you don't have that bond of friendship, then you might go out and you might cheat because now you're starting to sort of look elsewhere because seven years apparently is the mark. They say, I don't know. I haven't experienced it. Um, but I've I have never been got to seven Seven years. <laughs> I've I've gotten to seven years. If you take out all the breaks in between, oh uh, yeah, 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 a it bunch of breaks in between. <laughs> it adds up to about seven years. Uh, but I'm holding out hope, like you, Georgie, that I can be with someone for twenty years and still feel attracted to them. But we do go through different stages in life, and I can see that there would be some occasions where you might not feel as you know sexy as others, and that could affect your your sex drive as well. But I think talking about it, laying it out on the table as awkward as it can be, right? Talking about these things, but just lay out what, what your needs are, what their needs are and see if you can compromise. This is going to sound super unsexy, but maybe you want to schedule some time in like every Friday and Saturday. Are you you down with that? Yeah. Like if it, and then if you get, you know, there's bonus if there's in between bits. Yeah. And I would put that on the person with the lower sex drive, right? Just to sort of keep things exciting. Maybe you go in for like the quickie every once in a while and surprise that person with a higher <laughs> sex drive just to keep it interesting. Because I don't know if I'm like a surprise. regimented, like eight 
p.m. on Friday. This is what we're going to do for half an hour. I like things to be spontaneous. Uh, time's up. Uh, we got an alarm set. We're leaving this and exit. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that is 100% going to work for me. But perhaps when I have kids and, you know, there are more demands around, I, I think you do need to you probably just don't know. some of those things in. Yeah, but, but you know what my trick is to boosting things in the bedroom? You know what my little trick is, what I like to do? I think... Going Bouncy out castle. on a date. <laughs> get, wait, what'd you say? Bouncy castle. <laughs> <laughs> that could actually be one. Yeah, that could actually be really fun. It, I don't know if my bedroom is big enough for a full-on bouncy castle. <laughs> Maybe a mini one, a little kitty one. Um, but going out on a date, like seeing your man or your girl through fresh eyes, you're, you're dressed to go out in the town, like you're both looking good. Other people are checking you out and now you're seeing your partner yeah. through fresh eyes their eyes like oh and it kind of reminds you and jolts your memory oh I'm this I'm with a hottie like I'm yeah. lucky to be with this person and then that can help you know spark absolutely um you know make each other feel good and that is the way in okay so this is from Emma hi Emma um yeah. she says question is it that bad to not be an early bird I feel like I'm surrounded by the narrative that if we don't get up early then we're not productive I am simply a night owl and I still get things done do you think yes. this exists which one are you and I guess I should try and change question no. mark oh Emma well you're Georgie, an early bird you, are you? Sharon you're an early bird you you like 170 hours in the day like I can tell and I bet you use them wisely I try to shove as many hours in the day as possible but I will say I'm a night owl as well because I Ooh. do stay up till sometimes five o'clock in the morning and <gasps> I it is my most productive time oftentimes at night because I do a lot of writing and I have to focus and during the day I've got the cats going wild I've got the yeah. cars outside because my neighborhood's quite busy and quite loud at times I've got people texting me I've got the draw of social media um and then at night it's like my quiet time I can really focus yeah. so sometimes I do end up staying up really late I suppose um, as well you, you don't you don't get any distractions at that time like your phone isn't going yeah. off yeah, no one's pulling you. Get, yeah. At four o'clock, unless there's a booty call and then I'm going to be offended. <laughs> but you're like busy, so you're like, oh, don't Yeah, like what a reject. What time? Yeah. What about you, Georgie? What, oh. what kind of person are you? Night owl or early bird? I'm so bad in the morning. I don't even know who I am. Like my personality is someone else. Like I'm so rude. <laughs> like I am a happy, chirpy person generally. And I'm really yeah. like, I love everyone. But if yeah. you wake me up five yeah. minutes before my alarm. Oh yeah. I, oh, I say words I don't even know. Like I'm <laughs> You rude. didn't even know they were in your vocabulary. Oh, I'm like- That's so I, rude. <laughs> yeah, and my eyes and my face is like, how oh, dare you? Like. <laughs> But then, then I'll get to like yeah. ten o'clock, and I'm like, "Hello!" And like, chirpy, yeah, sprightly. And honestly, you would literally think of me as two people, and probably not like me because you'd be like, "Who are you?" And I'd be like, "I don't know. I don't know that person." <laughs> 
But some, I'm like you, I am almost allergic to getting up early. I feel sick and nauseous sometimes. <laughs> and there are times that I, sometimes I have to get up early and I've got big stuff to do and I'm like trying to hold out. Well, I haven't eaten anything at that point, but I'm literally like, I'm going to vomit because I'm so <laughs> tired. Or I, because I get allergies and hay fever my, in the morning, especially if I haven't had a lot of sleep, they're worse. Uh, so those things aren't helping, but I need to make an effort like, or the rest of us to go to yeah. bed a little earlier. Um, and I think it's just a slight change. It doesn't have to be, we're not talking about go to bed at 9am and wake up at four o'clock in the morning uh, or 9pm and wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I think you can just adjust it by an hour or two and it will make all the difference. Just start to train it and, and reap yeah. the benefits. Amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, get, get that sunlight, get that, that vitamin yeah. D. We Especially all need now. It. Yeah. Especially now. Great questions, great letters, everybody. We really, really love your listener letters. Thank you all for listening as well to Extra Lippy uh, with me, Sharon Carpenter, and the lovely, fantastic, super talented Georgie Porter. Uh, We are going to be back with a full episode on Tuesday next week, so you know what to do. Subscribe, rate, and review because we want to hear from you at looselips at createproductions.com. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and we'll tell you like little snippets of what we're talking about at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. Sharon, I've just got a confession. Sometimes I just watch you on this screen and then forget that I've got to talk back. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> having the best time just listening. Um, see you all then, everyone. <laughs> love you. Love you, Georgie. Love you guys. Love see you soon. Bye. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.